Jazzcast Pros. Do you hear that small, still voice calling you to do something different? To achieve something greater? To live your best life now rather than later? If you're a woman contemplating your next move, you found the perfect podcast to empower your self growth journey. Welcome to High Vibe Table Talks, the podcast to help you, the cautiously ambitious woman, remove mental barriers and take action now so that you can achieve your high vibe desires. I'm Rashan, your High Vibe curator, cheerleader, and accountability partner. With High Vibe Table Talks, we tackle the mental barriers and blocks that are preventing you from taking the next steps towards your high vibe. Subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks podcast on the Jazzcast Pros Network. It's high time you activated your high vibes. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. The link is in the show notes. Welcome back to the High Vibe Table Talks. This is your host, Marshawn Hargrave. I am so excited about today's conversation. We get to chat with Ben Albert. In today's conversation, we're going to be talking all about gratitude and the importance of having a gratitude practice and really what it means to him and what it means to me and how does it incorporate into our lives as entrepreneurs. So let's get into this conversation with Ben Albert. Well, welcome, Ben. Thank you so much for joining High Vibe Table Talks. Tell us a little bit about Ben Albert, who you are and who you serve. Yeah, well, first off, Marshawn, thank you for having me across the proverbial table today. Love the show. Excited to be with you. I I joke that I ask questions for a living because there's kind of two categories. It's The podcast, Real Business Connections, where it's all about extracting the wisdom from the people who have it to the people who need it. And it's my job to ask some questions. And then Marketing Firm, which is about, you know, asking questions and coming up with creative solutions to different problems to help people grow their business. So really just serving anybody that wants to level up in business and in life. The podcast serves anybody who's trying to level up. And then the marketing firm specifically is serving small to medium sized business owners. And, and we talked about it before we jumped on. I also host monthly events because again, I think education's tremendously important. So whatever I can do to be the bridge to from the people who have wisdom to the people that are looking for it. Mm-hmm. And I love that you call that group the Grow Gutters. Can you tell us a little bit about the name of that and like what that's all about? Yeah, it's it's a little self-explanatory. So it's for growth-oriented go-getters. It's for people that might be comfortable, but are still continuously leveling up in their career and in their life. And it's simply providing an educational mastermind community where it's totally free. People can show up, learn from, we have two speakers each event, so they can learn from the speaker and then breakout rooms aren't for the traditional, here's my business card, elevator pitch, chit chat. 
the breakout rooms are for us to integrate what we learned with like-minded people. So again, a way to bring growth-oriented people that are sometimes comfortable, but continuously getting better and finding a way to bridge that connection and give them an opportunity to be around people just like them. Yeah, I talk on this podcast a lot about like finding community and how they're not all created equal. And there have been many rooms I've been in that have felt very transactional, like here's my business card and what have you done for me lately? And Grow Getters is the exact opposite. It's very high vibe. It's very supportive. It's very educational. So you've done an amazing job building that community in that group. So well done. Thank you. One of our first conversations, one of the things we connected on was gratitude. And I think it's such a crucial piece for entrepreneurs, for anybody, but specifically for this audience, for entrepreneurs to have that practice and to really understand the importance of it. Can you tell us about what gratitude and that practice means and looks like to you? Yeah, so it's a huge, <laughs> it's a, such a huge topic. I like to kind of start with a kind of goofy but true analogy. Like imagine, so this is for you and the listener at home. Imagine I'm going to give you a million dollars right now but you don't get to wake up tomorrow. Would you take the million dollars? Nope. Would you take 10 million, but you don't get to wake up tomorrow? Once you get to a high enough number, people are like, yeah, I would take it and reinvest it, or people are sick. And I, I love that, that's a good answer. But most people are like, I have more than a million dollars left in me. I have $10 million worth of value. And the hardship and the drain, if I was gone tomorrow, I'd give away all the money in the world. I'd give away all my possessions. I'd start from scratch for another day. And I fall into this. I didn't sleep well the past couple of days. You wake up in the morning sometimes feeling groggy and then you jump on social media and you're triggered and things in business aren't going exactly the way you want them to. However, each new day is worth more than a million dollars, right? And then when you realize that, it's like, what am I complaining about? The fact that I was born is there's a higher probability you get struck by lightning twice than just getting born, that you were chosen, whether it's God, higher power, luck. You were born into this world as a healthy, uh, healthy, happy human. And when you step back, you're like, wow, everything in this life is an opportunity to be gr grateful. And I'd give away everything just for another day. And then you that's just kind of a starting framework for the morning to wake up and be like, wow, I have another day. I didn't wake up dead. This is cool. And then start noticing gratitudes throughout your life. And from my experience, it'll help you raise revenue in your business. It'll help you strengthen your relationships. It'll help you be a better and more successful business leader. And even with, for whatever reason, it doesn't you're more happy and fulfilled in your life. So um, I don't talk about this a ton because I'm not the utmost expert. I'm a student of the game, but every day I try to uh, find new things to be grateful for in my life. Yeah, that was really, really beautifully put. Thank you for that. That was so, <laughs> so good because it's so true. 
so does gratitude is there a certain practice you have around it other than trying to find something new like do you have ritual and routines or is it just something that you're conscious of throughout the day and try to pull from so i do have a morning gratitude habit it's changed over time and over the years because you know i recommend people just write down three things they're grateful for every morning but if you start getting bored with that you want to integrate different exercises and there's a million different books if you just look up guided gratitude journal you'll find amazing resources that'll give you prompts but having a morning exercise is brilliant and my morning journaling is multifaceted. It's not entirely gratitude, but there's three sections to my morning journal. The first section, something called homework for life. I learned it from a mentor of mine, Matthew Dix. And the short version is he is a storytelling expert. He wrote the New York Times bestselling book on storytelling called Storyworthy. And he's a teacher, so he's able to give homework. And he says homework for life is to write down the most story-worthy moment of the day every single day. He does it at night. I do it in the next morning because it's just easier for me. So I look back and even sometimes they're like not the best things that happened. But every day I wrote I write down the most story-worthy moment so I never miss a day. And I'm grateful that I have a documentation of all the best story-worthy moments of my life going on for years and years. So you never miss a day and you have stories about everything. The second aspect I stole from, see, this is me just extracting wisdom from people that are smarter than me. The second aspect I took from James Altucher, who's an idea machine, he writes down 10 new ideas a day. So I write down 10 ideas a day. Sometimes I cheat a little bit and just write like different synonyms, but I write down 10 concepts or ideas every morning. So if you look at um, homework for life, that's being grateful for the past, remembering the most story worthy moment from the day. The 10 list of ideas is thinking about the future and being grateful for these opportunities and writing down 10 new ideas, hardly implementing any of them, but you become an idea machine because you're writing down over 3,600 different ideas a year. And then the ones that are reoccurring, those are the ones that you put extra time into. And the third aspect, it started with just five things I'm grateful for. But nowadays, I just, that's, this is my actual diary where I'm just word vomiting, where I just write, like, I'll write, I, looking at my schedule. I have a really busy day. I get to speak with Mershon, which I'm super excited about. I my person, get to see my personal trainer. And I just kind of diary on all the things that I'm looking forward to. And when you look at that three, I didn't even realize this until like I thought about gratitude in this conversation. There's kind of like the before. So there's remembering the past with homework for life. There's preparing the future with the 10 per day. And then there's just being present in the moment with the daily, this is my daily task. This is what I'm excited for. And that's a way just to be grateful throughout the entire process of accomplishing stuff in our business. And realistically, the amount of time I spend talking is about how long that journal takes. You know, I'm spending one to three minutes per exercise every single day. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be, and oh. I mean, it can literally be like on a piece of copy paper, but that's really <laughs> cool how it's... you can do all three phases. 
I use my vision board similarly where I have like things that I'm grateful for and things that I'm looking forward to in the future. And it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. it also helps build a why behind all of that. One tiny yeah. thing I want to add is James Altucher for the 10 ideas uses a waitress pad because it's very thin and narrow. And the concept is to concisely not word vomit. It takes literally 45 seconds to jot down 10 ideas. And then as you get farther down, it gets more difficult. That's sometimes when the the best ideas come. So it, it could be on a post-it note, a napkin, a waitress pad. Yeah. Just the fact that we're doing it. And mm-hmm. not, even if you never read it again, it trains your brain to recognize opportunity. It's another muscle like mm. that you're using on a, a daily basis. So when you do need it, you have a lot of practice using it. Exactly. Cool. One of the things that I find really interesting around gratitude is that like you're an achiever, like you have built an amazing business, an amazing podcast, an amazing community, and, you know, grow graders are always looking to grow and be better. And so how do you find the balance between gratitude and being grateful for what you have while also finding the blend of like, I want to achieve more. I want more. I want to be better, bigger you know, those sorts of things. Yeah, I don't know if I have a perfect answer to that question. The first thing I want to highlight is I have no intent to try to achieve balance. And I always like to consider the analogy of like a teeter-totter. So a teeter-totter, there's someone sitting on each side and someone goes down and then they use their feet and then they shoot up and then the other person goes down or let's say it's misweighted, then one person's going to hold the teeter-totter down and then there's no balance at all. But it's nearly impossible to get the teeter-totter completely balanced. It's always going up and down. So I don't even consider balance. I'm looking at like a blend and harmony. You mentioned it with your vision board. If you have a clear understanding of what you value and what you're looking to accomplish, you kind of throw balance out the door and you just ask yourself the question, is this in alignment with where I'd like to go? And just notice that, you know, I said this, I want to get the knowledge from the people, like the knowledge and wisdom from the people that have it to the people who need it. I want to grow my business. I want to have conversations. Um, Connection is important to me. Um, Consistent incremental growth is important to me. So this conversation is in direct alignment with those kind of goals and hosting the networking events is in alignment with that and serving my clients, even when I'm doing administrative tasks that aren't the most fun, I get to do those administrative tasks because those are feeding into that greater mission. So if you reframe it from have to do to get to do, and the reason I get to do it is it because it's in direct alignment with what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, I try to forget about balance and just do things that fill me up and try to step away from things that don't. And even if it doesn't fill me up, you do that get to test is like, do I get to do this because it actually is moving towards the mission that I'm looking to achieve. And then you start to be grateful for some of the boring stuff because they're not always fun, but they're still part of the process to achieve what you've put on your vision board, what you've put in your journal, what you've put on your uh, quarterly metrics that you want to tackle. Yeah. So really understanding your why 
and the ripple effect of your actions. Like you create huge ripple effects of the people in your community and the marketing work that you do because the people that you work with are going out and doing all these amazing things. And that is in direct correlation to you billing people or, you know, some of the mundane or or less fun tasks that are associated. So mm. when I created my North Star goal, it gave me so much clarity into what to say yes and no to because I knew what actions I need to take to get there and everything else just kind of the like should and shame sort of cycle kind of goes yeah. away. And let's say you say no to something. I know I'm just interjecting, but let's say you say no to something. You didn't have to say no. You got to say no. And since you got to, you understood your North Star goal, which gave you the why that was strong enough that you didn't have to turn something down. Mm -hmm. You actually got to turn it down when if you didn't have that clarity, you would have taken it and moved away from the North Star. So I think mm -hmm. what you just said is really brilliant and intuitive. I don't think I've ever told the story on this podcast, but when we were buying this house, mm. that was like my North Star goal. And some of my high school girlfriends um, were going on a trip to Paris. And like, those are the girls that I traveled to Europe with. And I was like, oh my God, I, ha I have to say yes to Paris. But I knew if I said yes to Paris, I was saying no to my future home, which I didn't know what it was, what it looked like, where it was, any of that yet. But it was such an easy no, because I knew that saying yes to that would be no to my North Star, which was finding our. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high quality recordings, regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. Our dream home. Want to live more into your zone of genius? Join the High Vibe community. There truly is something for everybody with our daily calls and easy to use app. Community truly is the best way to grow in whatever way you're looking to do. Whether you need inspiration, education, connection, motivation, you're gonna find it there. You have a whole group of cheerleaders who were walking through the same season as you and that makes a huge difference. They say at the gym, the heaviest weight to lift is the front door and the front door of your next adventure is in the links below. It's high time you activated your high vibes. So has gratitude always been something that you have focused on or did it come at like a pivotal moment in your life? Like what has that looked like for you? You know, that's a really good question. And I appreciate you asking because I want to ruminate and think about it a little bit because I don't remember that one saving grace moment. There's a whole series of events that I don't want to word vomit, but like I was a short kid, I was bullied, I wanted to be a basketball player, had a jersey for every single day of the week, but was destined to grow to five foot eight and never have an opportunity in basketball. So I got bullied a lot when I was a kid. My father was abusing drugs and alcoholism, eventually died from his addictions, and my mom had a neurological disorder, and she just passed away last year in 2022. And there's all these reasons to play a victim 
and excuses that I could make and I've made a millions of times, but I almost feel like it's necessity to see these moments as pieces of the journey that happened for me to give me some context to better understand the world and be more authentic and empathetic to the people around me. And I can't change any of the things that happened in my, my life. I can't bring anybody back, but I can be grateful for what I learned and the lessons and help people learn these things without going through the same kind of things that I went through. But I don't recall a pivotal moment in my life that this became like aware to me. I just think I slowly started to change my mindset out of necessity. I have had an ordinary life. It's not like I've been to war and have crazy post-traumatic stress, but I have all, all the reasons to not be successful. But I've taken the struggles in my life and I've been able to reframe them and turn them into knowledge that have actually led me to be more successful. But what I really want to think about is what started that. And again, I think it just happened out of necessity. Yeah, it's really interesting with that story. And first of all, I'm so sorry about um, your mom and, and both your parents. Thank you. And I think that people who don't understand gratitude can look at it as like not a weakness, but kind of being soft and not the typical masculine puff your chest up. Whereas really understanding what gratitude can do, it's such a strength to have that muscle and have that practice and have that perspective. It is soft, but it's, it's soft front and strong spine. Mm -hmm. It, It is soft. (laughs) <laughs> but we need empathetic leaders. We need we need people that are willing to lead with vulnerability and softness to make the connection and get people on board and then still have a strong enough spine to push away the bullshit that doesn't serve you. So it is soft, but I think that's a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes back to your metaphor of the teeter-totter is like sometimes you need the softness and sometimes you need the strength and they're mm-hmm. never going to be equal or completely balanced. It's just based on kind of where you are in that moment and whatever you're facing at that time or in that season. I love that analogy. That was like even better than bo- I. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're just creating lots of lots of synergy. Yeah. Is gratitude ever a struggle for you or do you find yourself falling into kind of that scarcity mindset where you have to reframe and and adjust? It's a consistent, it's a muscle. It's a practice that by practicing daily, you get stronger at it. But then also like anything in life, you sometimes forget to do the basics. And Mm -hmm. to give an example without too much details is I have a very large client and she had expressed concerns and i actually thought she was going to leave me to no fault to either of us it just um she was going in a different direction and wasn't going to utilize the service anymore and i was really freaking nervous because she's my largest client and my abundance mindset is aware that if i have additional time i'll put that time as a resource to find more clients i know i'm going to be okay but losing this client would be losing upwards of 10 plus thousand dollars a year in guaranteed income. So you get into that like scarcity mode where, oh my God, this is bad. I was very nervous. And we 
had a discussion, went over stats, went over objectives, went over some best practices. And it sounds like she wants to stay with me for another like two to three years. Like we kind of walked through some of the issues and now boom, like that's great. Like now granted she could leave me at any time, but now I have the security that I still have her as a partner and a client. And I'm really excited about that. I haven't had full closure on what this means just yet because it literally just happened today, but I didn't gain anything new. All I did is not lose something. Mm -hmm. But since I didn't lose her, my gratefulness to have her as a client and partner, like that temperature just went up. Mm -hmm. When at one point, maybe I took that for granted, it was reoccurring income that I would spend on my business and on pleasure every single month. But then when I came to terms with the fact that I might not have that reoccurring income, suddenly she became more valuable to me and I didn't gain anything. I only just didn't lose anything, but now I appreciate her more. Mm -hmm. But why did I have to go through that weird loop to appreciate her more? Mm -hmm. I should have just appreciated her to the utmost extent the entire time. This happens in relationships all the time. Why did I have to go through the stress to raise my appreciation? Don't have a good answer for that other than we want what we can have. And when we lose something, we want it more. But I guess that's a challenge of mine, not having to have a reason to be grateful, just being grateful for it mm -hmm. and not having to have like struggle to be have that realization so it's amazing that when someone takes something away from you suddenly you're grateful but when you have it you forget to be grateful sometimes yep i don't know if it's just being human or if it's societal i think there's so many reasons behind that mentality because i think we all struggle with it and i think that that's why having gratitude practice is so important because it's so easy like i worked really hard to save up enough for this house yet in the morning i don't wake up and go i am so grateful for that you know it, it just it becomes yeah. one of those things and i think that when it comes to business we do it as well like we work so hard for things and then we kind of like sweep them under the rug, like, oh, that's fine, whatever, you know? And that goes to like celebrating, like on my community calls on Fridays, we always talk about what are you celebrating? Like what small win are you celebrating right now? Um, and sometimes it really is like, it's Friday and I'm here. And that's enough to yeah. be grateful for, you know? But in a, a hustle culture where we are looking to always get more, do more, be more, Sometimes it's nice to take t intentional time because it's not naturally built into us to just be like, where I am is, is perfect at the moment. Hey, if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast, Getting Real with Bossy. I could talk about this all day. We are <laughs> running up on our time. So I would love to get into lightning round cool. questions unless there's anything else you'd like to add. No, I all I add is I'll try to be lightning because 
I'm not I'm not an, a gratitude expert. I'm just a human like everybody else giving myself permission to learn something new every single day. And I appreciate you giving the space to kind of have these realizations on the spot. I, I think this has been fun. So I'll be as lightning as possible. All right. <laughs> what is a must read book for Ben Albert? The first thing that comes to mind is Limitless by Jim Quick. I've only read it once, but I need to reread it. But it's it's all about the mindset necessary to learn micro learning and reach limitless potential, even if you feel like closed mindset, not a growth mindset, I'm struggling. Reading that book will give you the confidence and the tools to live a limitless life. So um, Jim Quick Limitless is a good one. What does creativity mean to you? Oh, man. Creativity is everything. The way you comb your hair, the way you organize your room, the way you look at the sky and how no two skies are the same. There's always difference in clouds and lights and rainbows and smell in the air. Just the acknowledgement and knowing of what's around you can be a creative art. So creativity is present to the curious, crazy world around us in any moment in life. And then truly creative acts are taking that and replicating it in a modality like music, art, communication, but just recognizing the beauty of earth can be a creative act in itself. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? What's coming to mind is it's okay to be human. The mere like pinch yourself, I'm alive. It's okay to be human. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to miss a day on your journal. It's okay to miss your sales number. It's okay to go in the wrong direction and realize that you went in the wrong direction of your North Star and turn around. So just like acknowledging that it's okay to be human, giving yourself that grace just makes life so much easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is something on your bucket list? I want to go to New Zealand. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I've only seen it in movies, but I New Zealand so darn far away and so darn beautiful that it's one of the bucket list items. Mm-hmm. And last lightning round question. What is the coolest shit you've done in the last year or are currently working on? I do a lot of cool shit. One of my favorite things is, and I've done it two years in a row, so it's become a tradition, is going to New Orleans for the International Jazz Festival every single year because there's every kind of music, there's every kind of person, there's music day in, day out, food. That's my splurge. So going to New Orleans for jazz festival is a tremendous time. And I can still work four hour days in the morning. And I think that's the coolest part. The fact that I've created a life where I can take my business to New Orleans with me, (laughs) I think is kind of cool. It's really cool. And that's sometimes I sit back, like, we're going to get off this call and I'd be like, this is the life that I've created that I just got to have like a cool conversation with a really cool dude who's doing really cool shit. And like, that's what I get paid to do. But like, we created that, you know, you got to go to a whole conference about podcasting, like what a cool opportunity. Yeah. And it's not boasting, but like, we don't own that stuff enough. I don't think there's enough spaces for us to be like, look at all the cool stuff because life is so short. And just like you were talking earlier about, you know, whether it's God or universe or higher power, isn't it just more fun to operate from that way? Like 
why can't we just have more fun and joy? And like, isn't it just better regardless of if it has an impact on the actual outcome of your revenue or your opportunities, but just that you, the human being gets to enjoy operating in this space a little bit more. Uh, None of it actually does matter. Like some of us will defeat the odds. Most of us will be forgotten in a couple, even a hundred years in a thousand years, we're all going to be forgotten. What actually matters is how happy and fulfilled were you? And you mentioned it. What ripples did you create in other people's lives? And you can die broke, die rich. If you weren't happy and fulfilled and you didn't help people, did it actually matter? This was such a great conversation. So where can people find Ben Albert? Yeah. So wherever you found this, click subscribe because I wouldn't be here without Mershon. So you can, if you want extra credit, like leave a (laughs) five-star review, but you can find my podcast, Real Business Connections, wherever you found this. So just type in Real Business Connections or Google it. And then that'll link you over to the grow getters and all the other stuff as well. But just real business connections in your browser and you'll find me. Awesome. Thank you so much. And the next grow getters event is September 26th and has two incredible guests that I'm so excited to see before we hopped on. Ben and I were talking about one of the guests and she, I mean, she was at the podcasting conference I was just at and the notes I took from her talk was like, three pages long. It was so good and mind blowing. So definitely, definitely check that out. Cause it's going to be a really powerful event. And if you don't mind it, just grow getters only.com. It's spelled how it sounds. Grow getters only.com. It's free and it'll just register you to be part of the list. Um, and it's every fourth Tuesday. So even if you can't make it in September, it's every week. So grow getters only.com. I guess that's another plug for today. I love it. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, We face trials and tribulations too. We have worries. We have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad you wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com. How awesome was that conversation? Ben is just such a cool dude and like i love the way that he frames things and i just think that this conversation was a little existential in like the best way so if you want to find ben definitely check out the show notes we'll have links to his podcast real business connections check out Belbert marketing as well and follow him on social media whether it's linkedin instagram he is a great follow on linkedin always coming in with incredible content If you did enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks and we will see you all next week because it's high time you go after your high vibe.